Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. unshakable, eternal. You don't have the power to make God stop loving you. Nothing, nobody has the power to make God stop loving you. Do you know those times when you feel like you're unworthy to be loved? I know I have done things that God would not be proud of. Well, today, Pastor Robert will be sharing a message with us that reminds us that there is absolutely nothing we can do to make God stop loving us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 8 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. charge against God's elect. It's God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It's Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. See, God reminds us here that the final authority, the ultimate judge, the one who even now is interceding on your behalf, is the same one who has already justified us by taking upon himself our guilt. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's like, who's going to somehow come with charges when the judge is the one who's paid your penalty? The sentence has already been carried out. His justice has been satisfied. So when the accuser of the brethren, you know, the Bible also calls Satan, the accuser, when the accuser comes with accusations, and, and, and here's the thing, just, they're true a lot of times. They're true. A lot of times the accusations are true. It's not that they're not true. When the devil comes accusing me, most of the time he's right. He's, his accusations are accurate. It's just that Jesus already paid all, he paid for all of that. And so I can say, yes, yes, absolutely, I did that, that's you're right, but Jesus paid for it, so I'm not going to accept the guilt, the condemnation, all of that. I agree that it's wrong, and God is changing me to more and more, I'm less and less inclined to do those unchristlike things. So, verse 35, 
Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine or nakedness, peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed. All day long we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depths, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, again, again, guys, this is one of those that it's just like it resonates, right? And, we're like, yeah, and it's so beautifully written in the scripture, so beautifully expressed but it's another one we need to soak right there. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could take some of these passages, you know, like a bubble bath kind of a deal, you know, you just kind of sprinkle it in the bath water, you just lay there and let it, let it permeate. Well, you can do that, by the way, if you just spend it, just read it, just read it over and over and over and, and, and say, God, I, I, need you to, I need you to drench me in this. Nothing, nobody can ever, ever make God love you less. This is point number three. God's love for you is permanent. It's unshakable, eternal. You don't have the power to make God stop loving you. Nothing, nobody has the power to make God stop loving you. And guys, the, the battle that it rages all around you and even within you a lot of times, that, that battle has already been decided, he says. The trouble is that our enemy is a little bit like this guy. This guy. A little bit like this guy. That's the one. Hiru Onoda was his name. He was a Japanese soldier during World War II, and he was fighting in the Philippines. He eventually ended up on Lubang Island, one of the little smaller islands. Listen to this quote from an article written by a man named Gabe Pauletti. He says, in August of 1945, as the war between Japan and the United States came to an end, Onoda had noticed a lull in the fighting, but did not suspect that his home nation had surrendered. So he continued with his private war, killing local farmers and even engaging in shootouts with the police when they were sent after him. Knowing the existence of these Japanese guerrilla units who had no method of communication with the Central Military Command, the United States made several efforts to make sure that the news of Japan's surrender reached these holdouts, including the airdropping of explanatory leaflets, little flyers that they dropped from airplanes to communicate. But this guy didn't believe the leaflets. He says he had a very traditional sense of pride and could not imagine that the Japanese would surrender, thought they would fight until the very last soldier. So he kept on fighting until 1979. 29 years after the end of World War II, he finally came out and, and surrendered the formal surrender where this guy 
he realized it's all true. The war's been over for almost 30 years. God says here in, in Romans 8, 37, that in all of those things which continually fight against us, trying to separate us from the love of God, he says, in all those things, we are, the, the Greek word that's used is hypernikeo, you know, like Nike, the brand Nike, that's where it comes from, victory or conquering, hypernikeo, super conquerors. You and I are super conquerors. Now, how so? Well, because even though we have to continue to fight this fight of faith, life isn't easy. But he says we're fighting from victory, not for victory. The war is actually over. The battle for your eternal destiny, your, your seat at the table is secure. The worst the worst thing that can ever happen to you is that you die and you're ushered into the, the banquet hall of heaven and your name tag is already there. They're waiting. The Father's eagerly waiting for your arrival so that you can finally actually comprehend have the capacity to receive the love that he has for you. Father, I pray for these people. God, we need, we need a deeper revelation of, of your love, of what it means, of the, the, the victory that has been won for us, the celebration that awaits us upon our arrival. God, I pray for all these that have gathered here. Lord, give us all the desire to go deeper with you, to know the things that you want us to know and understand, to explore the depths of your devotion to us. His love is the main thing. for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. There's so much to learn and appreciate from the Book of Romans. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome, even though he'd never met those people. This is how it can be with ministry over the radio too. People are touched by God's Word, even if you haven't met in person. For those who do live nearby Miami, we invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We offer Spanish translation for the 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. services. If you're not able to join us in person, join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. If these messages have been an encouragement to your heart, would you let us know? Give us a call at 305-531-2730. When you call, also let us know how we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. 
Thanks so much for listening to God's Word today. We trust it has blessed your soul and renewed you in a special way. That's it for today, but please come back next time right here on Main Thing Radio.